Tuloy tayo sa ating God's Word for Today devotional today sa 2 Kings chapter 3 verses 21 to 27. So kahapon ating natutunan na ang Panginoon po ay sumasagot sa hiling ng mga hukbo or mga armies ng, uh, uh, ng Israel, pinangaluhan ni Jehoram at saka ni Jehoshaphat at saka sa hari ng Edom na magkaroon sila ng provision sa kanilang mga animals but God provided them water. Now, ating basahin ang verse 21 to 27. Ang makita natin dito ang reaksyon ng taga Moab at the confrontation with the armies of Israel and the combined armies niya ng, ng Judah. Basahin ko from verse 21 to 27. 2 Kings 3, verse 21 to 27. Nang mabalitaan ng lahat ng Moabita na ang mga hari ay umahon upang makipaglaban sa kanila, ang lahat na may kakayahang makapagsakbat ng sandata mula sa pinakabata hanggang sa pinakamatanda ay pinalabas at inihanay sa hangganan. Kinaumagahan nang sila'y maagang bumangon at ang araw ay sumikat na sa tubig, nakita ng mga muabeta na ang tubig sa tapat nila ay mapulang gaya ng dugo. At kanilang sinabi, ito'y dugo. Ang mga hari ay naglabanan at nagpatayan sa isa't isa. Kaya't ngayon, muab, sugod sa samsam. Ngunit nang sila'y dumating sa kampo ng Israel, ang mga Israelita ay nagsitindig at isinalakay at sinalakay ang mga muabeta. Hanggang sila'y tumakas sa harapan nila at sila'y nagpatuloy sa rupain na pinapatay ang mga muapeta. Kanilang winasak ang mga lunsod at sa bawat mabuting bahagi ng lupain ay naghagis ang bawat tao ng bato. Hanggang sa ito ay matabunan. Kanilang pinatigil ang lahat ng bukal ng tubig at ibinawal ang lahat ng mabuting punong kahoy. Hanggang sa ang, ang maiwan lamang ay ang mga bato sa Kirhas Risit at kinubkob at sinalakay yun ng mga maninirador. Nang makita ng hari ng Moab na ang labanan ay nagiging masama para sa kanya, nagsama siya ng pitong daang lalaki na gumagamit ng tabak upang makalusot sa tapat ng hari ng idong, ngunit hindi nila magawa. Nang magagayoy, kinuha niya ang kanyang pinangawatan ng anak na lalaki nan maghahari sanang kapalit niya at inihandog niya ito bilang handog na sinunog sa ibabaw ng pader at nagkaroon ng malaking puot laban sa Israel kaya na kanilang iniwan siya at bumalik sa kanilang sariling lupain. In this confrontation between the Moabites and the combined forces of Israel, Judah and Edom, ating makikita ang sovereignty ng Panginoon, the sovereign acts of God dito. So, nung nakita ng mga babites o nalalaman nila that the combined forces ng mga kaaway, the Israelites themselves, are coming in, so ang ginawa ng hari ng mga babites is that he rallied everyone from the youngest to the oldest. Sino po mga Silang lahat. I, he rallied them in order to fight the Israelites. 
And while they were there confronting the forces of Israel, they saw the pools of water. Nakita nilang tubig. Pero ang kulay ng tubig ay dugo. Now, buong akala nila that the kings of um, Israel, Judah, and Edom, they were fighting. They have an infighting so that they killed each other. Kaya nga, they shouted to each other na kunin ang samsam or ang spoil. Moab, get the spoil. But the Israelites rose and struck them like armies who are, who are at an ambush. So, doon po nagpanik ang Moabites. Many were killed. And while they were running, they were pursued by the Israelites. And the Israelites killed everyone along the way. So the Israelites overtook completely their cities. Sa sinasabi ni Elisha, mangyayari ito at nangyayari. They overthrew the cities and on every good piece of land, every man threw a stone until it was covered with stone. Pinahinto nilang lahat ng mga bukal ng tubig o mga batis ng tubig and lahat ng mga punong kahoy na maganda pinutol nila. It fell. I mean, they, they, uh, they fell all the good trees until only uh, na ang lugar ng Kerhas Reserve ay natabunan ng mga bato because the slingers surrounded and attacked with stones. Now, sa kasagsagan ng gera, nakita ng hari ng Moab that he is not winning in the war. So he thought of withdrawing, retreating. So hindi niya mapigilan na matalo sila sa away na to, sa gera na to. So the king of Moab fled with 700 swordsmen. They wanted to break through opposite the king of Edom. Gusto silang doon sila uh, sa harapan ng Edom, dadaan. But they could not. So out of desperation, the king, inialay niya ang kanyang panganay na anak who supposed to be the successor of his throne as a burnt offering to their idol. This is strange, but this was really the practice of the pagans during the time. Na inialay nila yung mga anak nila to their idol. And surprisingly, it's hard really to understand this, but surprisingly, there was a great wrath to the Israelites. So that sa panahon na sana sila ay manalo na sa away, sa gera na to, they withdrew and they did not continue the war. Now, sa panahon na inialay ng hari ng Moab ang kanyang panganay na anak, and then mayroong galit, mayroong puot ang Panginoon na pinakita. Question is, did the idol overpower God? Hindi ba na ang idol is nothing before God? Or ginamit ba ng Panginoon yung idol na yun? Or nag-confirm ba, nag-confirm ba ang Panginoon sa ginagamit na or sa pag-alay ng, ng anak ng hari ng Moab sa kanyang idol? Hindi po pwedeng magsang-ayon mag-subscribe o magka, magkapanig 
ang idol at ang Panginoon. Because an idol is the thing that hates God. Nothing hates God so much but other than idolatry. So we don't have a clear explanation here. Bakit po nagalit ang Panginoon? There was this fury that the nation of Israel, the allied forces, went back. They withdrew. But I think there is something definite here and certain. Pinahintulutan ito ng Panginoon. God has allowed this to happen. Because if we compare the rest of the scriptures, later on, ginamit ng Panginoon ang Babylon, ang Assyria, to fulfill His plan and purposes in order to discipline the Northern Kingdom and the Southern Kingdom respectively. So ginamit ng Panginoon, o pinahintulutan ng Panginoon, ang evil kingdoms of Babylon and Assyria to conquer their land. Na mayroong sinulat ang psalmist sa Psalm 76 verse 10 na sabi niya, Surely, the wrath of man shall praise you. The remnant of wrath you will put on like a belt. Ang puot ng tao ay maaaring gagamitin ng Panginoon in order na mapupuri siya. Okay? Surely, the wrath of man shall praise you. Because he is sovereign, ginagamit niya or gagamitin niya lahat ng mapangyayari dito sa mundo in order to fulfill His promise. God ordains everything because He is the sovereign God. Lahat ng nangyayari sa mundo natin, whether it's good or bad, ay inaalaw ng Panginoon. You know, God is not the author of evil. For God cannot tempt us to do evil. God cannot contradict to His nature that He is a holy and righteous God. Pero He allowed it. He allowed evil in order to fulfill His purposes. So, though how surprising these events were, nagikita natin na ang sinasabi ni Eliza ay natutupad to the letter that they will be, they will be able to destroy the whole city. Ang kanilang withdrawal na hindi po napatuloy nila yung pagkanker na huli nila yung king of Moab, ang kanilang pag-withdraw in this surprising fashion did not nullify the prophecy. Okay? Because ang prophecy ni Elisha is fulfilled up to the letter that they will destroy the city, lahat ng mga punong kahoy, lahat ng mga bukal ay kanilang sisirain at matabunan yung lugar ng, ng bato. That was really what happened as Elisha had prophesied. In other words, mayroong mga tinatago mga katotohanan ng Panginoon sa kay Elisha. Hindi sinabi ng Panginoon na ganito para yung ending. That eventually at the, at the end, hindi nila mabuo yung tagumpay nila sa Moab. So God had defied man's expectation. Imagine, they were already on the verge of winning the war, but it did not happen. God is not bound by the conventional. Kung ano iniisip natin yung gagawin ng Panginoon, ay hindi po yung mangyayari sa maraming beses because God's ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. 
bakit ba? Because he is the sovereign God so that his actions, his decisions, and his ways are surprising. It's beyond our grasp. So maybe this, this um, narrative, this story that happened during the time of Elisha, hindi natin maintindihan sa ating panahon ngayon. And only eternity will show us what really had happened. So, ang sovereign act of God ay yun po ang ating rest today. Ito po nakabigay ng ating kapahingahan na no matter what we try, no matter how we, what we do, no matter how uncertain and ano po yung nakikita natin ng yes paligid, we cannot really say that that we will know what will happen next because only God sees the future. Okay? Itong ating pandemic ngayon, hindi natin talaga masabi na because mayroon tayong mga vaccines, marami na na nabibigyan na, na ng vaccine na siguro in one year, two years, matapos itong epidemia na to or pandemic na to. Nobody knows. But our God is sovereign. He's not bound with time. He's not bound by what's happening around us. He is in total control. He is on top of everything. He sits on his throne and he is definitely in control. He holds everything in his hands. That's our rest today. Father, thanks so much, Lord. We have this truth that you are our sovereign God. Your acts are beyond scrutiny. The ways are not always. Your thoughts are not our thoughts. But we rest upon your words, Lord. Now, everything works together for good to us who love you. Nothing happens without your knowledge and without placing all these, these things, events in life as part and parcel of your plan. Thank you, Lord, that you allow anything or everything to happen in our lives not to destroy us, not to harm us. It's painful. It's painful, Lord, that we have some setbacks in our lives. But we know that at the end of the day, we will be able to say everything works together for good because you are our God who can see the end from the beginning. You are our God who can solve the puzzles of life clearly. So bless us today through your word. Let it be that this will stay in our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.